Lack of confidence will easily stop you from going after your dreams. I've done an episode where I spoke at length about confidence. But there is another much darker trait that almost all men have that not only stops us from going after what we want but can actually be dangerous for people around us, especially women. I'm talking about rejection hypersensitivity. What is it? Do you have it? What are the causes and what can we do about it? I'm not really sure I know. But let's talk about it and see if we can't tackle it together, okay? Welcome to the Mencyclopedia podcast with Raghu and Rajiv. As the name suggests, this is a podcast about all things male and an honest attempt to create a community that can talk about male issues and share tips on how to maximize our male experience. I'm Raghu Ram and today I want to talk about something that is of real importance not just to men but to the women around us too. But it is us gents that have to figure this out for ourselves first. We might just be able to scratch the surface today, but that's okay. This is a surface that needs to be scratched all over. Ready? Here we go. Confession time. I had my first proper crush on a girl when I was in my mid-teens. Actually, I'm not very sure I really had a crush on her. Let me explain. We were a bunch of boys and girls who grew up together on the same street. And as puberty hit, all us boys started looking at the girls a little differently. They suddenly seemed pretty in a cute kind of way. As usually happens in Delhi, or at least used to happen in my time, all the boys kind of marked a girl each as their girl, the one they had a crush on and were pursuing. This was like marking their territory so that the bro code would kick in and no other boy in the group would try to hit on that girl. In fact, they'd do everything to get them together. I don't know whether it was peer pressure or hormones, but I also, quote-unquote, chose one girl. Her name was Sonika. Now, word got around to her and she told a friend of mine, Raghu Aglibar dikhega, to bolna main chappal se marungi. I was like, that escalated quickly. <laughs> it seems like a huge overreaction to someone liking you, doesn't it? Anyway, I didn't go down to play for three days after that. I was so scared of the public humiliation I'd have to endure when I came face to face with Sonika. She did make amends with me eventually and we became friends again, but the damage was done. After that, I have never approached a woman I liked in my life, ever. It might seem like another overreaction on my part, but that is how I handle rejection. Not very well, clearly. There are obviously other ways in which men react to rejection from girls too, most of them even more extreme than mine. A man in Singapore sued a woman in court for over 3 million Singapore dollars because she said she saw him only as a friend, claiming she caused him trauma and damaged his quote-unquote stellar reputation. I'm not making this up. You can Google it. But not every male reaction to rejection is this ridiculous. Some are downright dangerous, with men, especially in India, regularly throwing acid on the girl's face and disfiguring her for life or murdering her because she rejected them. Incidents like these keep appearing in our news all the time, don't they? But why do men react so strongly and violently to rejection by a female? There could be three major reasons for this. The first is evolutionary. In prehistoric times, humans relied on groups for survival, so being rejected was terrifying. We naturally evolved to have the most negative perception of rejection. But that's the case with women too, so it doesn't fully explain the male reaction. It could be psychological. Rejection subconsciously confirms our worst fears. 
that we are unlovable or have little value. But again, this is not exclusive to men. The third possibility is socio-cultural. It could be because of how men are raised in our society and also because of our concept of masculinity. Men are raised to see themselves as superior to women. This social conditioning starts early in life, especially in countries with a strongly patriarchal structure of society. And women play a part in this conditioning too. Our regressive TV soaps constantly reinforce this gender hierarchy and other stereotypes. With the result that even before their teenagers, most men have developed a skewed, warped sense of entitlement. As far as our concept of masculinity is concerned, it is the definition of toxic. Alphaness is seen as the most masculine of traits. If you're not mating with every female you fancy and dominating every other male, you're not man enough. Our popular culture, especially Bollywood films, film songs and Punjabi pop songs contribute massively to this quote-unquote asli marth mythology. Being rejected by women is seen as a beta trait and therefore a huge insult to masculinity. Another thing that is deeply linked to our concept of masculinity is the role of provider. We're all aware of this expectation from men, but few realize just how toxic it can be. Among many other potential psychological issues, men also end up feeling entitled to women if they have high-paying jobs or family money or positions of power. And if they're not able to provide adequately, they view this as a huge threat to their masculinity and reassert their manhood through violence. Clinical psychologists say that extreme violence towards women stems from men's fear of losing their identity to assertive women. In therapy, men who have severely injured or murdered women have confessed to actually being scared of females. Their self-identity came crumbling down and to regain a sense of control, they resorted to extreme violence. Women generally react to rejection differently. They are more likely to internalize it and feel either that she did something wrong or that this is her fate or both. A man tends to think he needs to teach the girl a lesson. Women are not raised by society to see rejection as a challenge to their womenhood or as an insult to their perceived place in the social hierarchy. They are encouraged to get over it, while men tend to feel the need to get even. So what do we do about this? How do we transform ourselves from these creatures who have this primal and vicious reaction to something as common as being rejected by a woman to men who have a better and more importantly safer relationship with rejection. I must admit, I'm not sure I have the answers. Being aware of this huge issue with us is definitely the first step. If we don't acknowledge that we have a problem, no thought of a solution is possible, right? And it is easy for you, dear listener, or me, to dismiss this issue saying, hey, I have not poured acid on any girl's face yet, so I don't have a problem. But the question we should be asking is not whether we feel the urge to disfigure girls who reject us. The question we need to ask ourselves is, are we happy with how we deal with female rejection? Or are we also, in fact, hypersensitive to rejection? How do we know if that is the case? Well, a dependable rule of thumb is, if your response to rejection isolates you further, you have a problem. For example, when I encountered rejection from my childhood crush, Sonika, I reacted by never expressing my attraction to any other female ever. That did isolate me further. So I am hypersensitive to rejection. So is anyone who reacts violently towards women, tries to get revenge in some other way, slut shames them or sues them. All of these reactions isolate us even more. And the solution is not going to be an easy one. 
nothing less than a paradigm shift in our very concept of manhood will be needed. A lifetime of social conditioning will have to be broken. Regressive influences of popular culture will have to be recognized and rejected. Where do we even begin? How about the movie Rocky? There is an iconic dialogue in the franchise where Rocky says that the secret to being a champion is not how hard you can hit, it is how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. It's how much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Sounds pretty tough, right? Really badass. Now, if we can consciously reconfigure our concept of machismo in our minds as not someone who never gets rejected, but as someone who has the strength to take rejection on the chin, the sense to brush it off and the grace to move on, maybe we can reduce our hypersensitivity to rejection. If we can reach a point where we just smile and say, thank you for being honest with me, I wish you a good day and walk away, I swear we will look and feel like a boss. I always say that how we see something changes our relationship with it. If we can bring ourselves to see rejection not as an insult to our manhood, but as something that is bound to happen to everyone from time to time, we can be free from all the fear and rage that rejection inspires in us. But I don't know if we can ever really be successful in basing our sense of self-worth on something other than our ability to provide because it is so deeply ingrained in our psyche. But if we have a loving, supportive group of friends or family, we can possibly avoid feeling unlovable. A tight group of non-toxic friends is critical in giving us the confidence to get over the fear and frustration of failing or getting rejected. Life goes on, gents. Nobody is laughing at us or feeling sorry for us because we encounter rejection or failure. Believe me, everybody does. We really need to normalize rejection as much as we need to normalize failure. In fact, the logical plan of action would be to actually seek rejection from time to time so that we can desensitize ourselves to it and develop a healthy, non-isolating reaction to it so that rejection, like failure, loses its deadly power over us and our dreams. I'll end today's episode by once again requesting you to talk to us by emailing us on mencyclopedia at ragurajiv.com, engaging with us on this topic and to spread the word about our podcast to your male friends and family. And if you don't, if you reject me, it's okay. I will feel a little bad, but I will move on. I promise you. Just keep listening to Mencyclopedia because I'd love to continue having you as my friend. Okay? Till next time, this is me, Raghu, signing off. Thank you.